This is FM 100.5, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford County's Place to Talk. We interrupt this program to bring you the following message. What if everything you've been told about money was a lie? It's time for the truth. Welcome to Financial Coaching Radio, where cookie-cutter financial advice just doesn't cut it. With your host, certified financial planner, Jason Qualls. He's giving it to you straight and pulling back the curtains on the financial advice industry. No hidden agenda and no one-size-fits-all baby steps. Only unbiased, objective help for your entire financial life. Tackling your money questions at 893-1450. And now, here's the host of Financial Coaching Radio. Commission-free, certified financial planner, Jason Qualls. What is up, everyone? Show giving you the truth about personal finance. This is Financial Coaching Radio, and I'm your host, Jason Qualls, certified financial planner, one of the only independent commission-free financial advisors in Rutherford County. For all about me, check out jasonqualscfp.com. That's J-A-S-O-N-Q-U-A-L-L-S-C-F-P. We'll jump in. Questions, comments. Do social media via email. All you got to do is log on to financialcoachingradio.com. You may recall us just discussing on this show the tax cuts that President Trump put into force. I guess probably going back about two years from now. Now those tax cuts he put in force were all set to expire in year 2025 if nothing is done. And if you keep up with anything uh, having to do with the tax code. There's always something new being passed. There's always something expiring. You know, it's, it makes no sense to memorize anything because they change the freaking thing all the time. But nonetheless, a presidential candidate, Joe Biden, wants to undo Trump's tax cuts. Could somebody tell him, please, that they're already supposed to be undone? I guess he wants to undo them early. So let's see what he wants to do. The presumptive Democratic nominee has proposed lifting their corporate tax rate to 28%. That would reverse half of the cut from 35 to 21 that was enacted by President Trump. So President Trump cut the corporate tax rate to 21, and he wants to take it up to 28. And obviously, it's still a decrease from where it was before President Trump. I wonder why. Is it politically driven? Does he really think businesses need to pay more taxes? Because you got to remember, a lot of businesses that are in the corporate tax structure are small businesses, not just mega corporations. Although Biden's tax plans will raise much-needed revenue to pay down the debt we've incurred to fight this recession, it would also eat into corporate profits, and that would be a negative for surging, the surging stock market, which has been betting earnings will rebound sharply next year. It's kind of a double-edged sword, right? we got to pay all this stuff back. We can't keep going into debt over every little thing that happens. And borrowing our way and borrowing our way until with no end in sight. Because the only way to pay off that debt is from the U.S. taxpayer. Any money you get from the government is taxpayer money. Remember that. The government doesn't generate anything. The government is not a business. The government takes from its people and then creates a budget and spends that money it took from its people. I'm a big believer in lower taxes. I just think it works better, especially for small business. Now, you want to tax cajillionaires more obviously that's against my capitalist uh, nature but i get it you know if you tax someone who has 10 trillion dollars it's not the same as someone taxing someone who has 
$100,000. Goldman Sachs warns that Joe Biden's tax plan, combined with an expected drag on GDP, would lower next year's S&P 500 per share earnings. So that would hurt the stock market. Why? Because anytime stocks are up or they're down, now there's sometimes there's a fluke thing, there's a one-day thing or you know instant thing that's happened. Most of the time, they're up. It's up or down because investors are trying to look into the future. Now, how long in the future? It's all up for debate. They look into the future to see where companies are going to be as far as profit-wise, and that they think the earnings are going to be higher than in the future than they are today. They're going to pay. For those shares, more demand on those shares of stock is going to drive the prices up. If the investors think the earnings are going to be down in the future, then they may want to sell or maybe not sell the same price as they were before. A Democratic sweep in November once was thought to be unlikely. Not anymore. Biden has a 56% chance of winning the White House. A prediction market that is closely watched by Wall Street. That's up from 43% a month ago. Well, that's all fine and dandy, right? Because, you know, we want some predictors. We're always trying to look at things that tell us what the future is going to hold. No one knows. Wasn't his presidential election a freaking surprise to everyone? Almost. Anyway, did any poll have him winning <laughs> four years ago? No, they did not. So I wouldn't put a whole lot of faith in that. Biden has a 50, or even though Trump is voted out, even if Trump is voted out of the White House, excuse me, which is no sure thing, his tax cuts would likely stay intact unless the Democrats retake the Senate too. So presidents, they can talk all this hoopla, but without the control of the House and without the control of the Senate or enough backing in both, they're not getting anything passed. There's not. That's how it works. So... Don't let the presidential candidates blow smoke up your, you know what. The chance of Democrats controlling the Senate has climbed from 56% to 56%. That's the highest level in the 90 days and well above the 40% that was in March 26. So I guess everything was looking on the up and up before Corona, according to this, this forecast. The 2017 tax overall helped the market because it boosted corporate earnings which drives stock prices, as I just mentioned moments ago. It armed companies with extra cash that they used to make acquisitions, invest in the future, raise dividends. The tax cuts also uh, let people, actually companies, buy back their shares of stock. Now, a lot of people are against stock buybacks. So, is this going to be good or bad? It depends on where you stand, right? Can you really prove that lowering taxes helps? just makes common sense to me. If you're putting more money back into the hands of the American taxpayer, they're going to utilize it in a better, more efficient, more beneficial way to the economy than if we give it to the government by higher taxes because they all they seem to do is waste it. Now, whether it's good or bad either way, it, I, I just don't see how giving the government more when they're pretty piss poor at managing what they currently have. Now, if they were great, if they could great create economic growth through raising taxes, and you could prove that to me, then maybe. Now, maybe business owners should pay more. Maybe higher income folks should pay more. But we already have a pretty lopsided tax system in the United States. 50% of Americans, maybe even more now, and I love to reiterate this because it's just, it's amazing 
It's an amazing stat. 50% or more, could be these days, pay little to no, I said no, N-O, zero, income taxes. That ain't right, man. You know it ain't right. You're like, well, those people can't afford it. Well, maybe not, but can't they afford something? Shouldn't we have everybody pay a percentage, a minimum percentage? That's where it gets me. And that means you got 50% of Americans paying all of the revenue and taxes that come into the government. That just is not right. Got to overhaul. We want to overhaul the tax code. Let's overhaul it to make it fair. Let's overhaul it to generate economic growth. Let's stop making tax law changes for political issues. That's what it's always about. That's what it's been about in my lifetime. Rarely is it about benefiting the country. Rarely is it about benefiting the American people. And it certainly is not about benefiting one group over the other. It is all politically driven. And there's nothing wrong with that, as long as you understand that, because that is their day job. I said it before, and I'll say it again. What is the role, what is the goal of any politician? Assuming they want to keep their job. Their goal is to get reelected. And they will do that in any way, any means necessary. They'll lie, they'll cheat, they'll steal, they'll do whatever it takes, because just like you do whatever it takes to keep your job. Now, you might not lie, cheat, or steal to do so, like a crooked politician would. But your job, if you're the provider for your family, is to keep your job. No different if you're a politician. They just have a job. Now, they lie to us until they're trying to serve the public, serve the American people. And this goes for both political parties. They are lying to us. I don't care what side you're on, the right or the left or the middle. It's always going to be true. So, I like the lower tax rates. I think... Trump has done more for small business than any president in the last 20 or 30 years. I think that's one of the reasons you've seen huge market growth in the last three or four years. Uh, All-time high after all-time high. I know we're in a little quirky, murky situation now, but it doesn't change that the small business owner is the driving force of the economy in the United States. And for far too long, they've been neglected. So I'm happy to see Finally, a Congress and a president willing to go the extra mile and understand those things are true. All right, this is Financial Coaching Radio. This is Jason Qualls. I'm certified financial planner, one of the only independent commission-free financial advisors in Rutherford County. After this short break, Kevin Sizemore, CPA of Tullero Helen Welch, is back once again to talk taxes because we're in this long, exhausting tax season. We want to make sure you make better tax moves. This is the one show giving you the truth. Back at you right after this. your entire life for what you have and you deserve to determine how your assets are passed on to your loved ones make sure your estate plan is in order by calling john baker estate planning attorney today at 896-5621 estate planning is not about you but those you leave behind for more go to bakercouncil.com or call 896-5621 
Would you like your business to be more efficient? Well-organized financial records are the foundation of any successful business. Taking advantage of your competition today by calling Tothero Helen Welch CPAs at 848-1072. They can provide you with expert bookkeeping, payroll services, tax planning, and much, much more. Go to thwcpa.com or call them at 848-1072 today. Do you have a financial plan? I'm not talking about a worthless binder full of pretty charts and graphs. Are you certain you're on track to reach all your financial goals? A comprehensive financial plan is about so much more than just your IRA and mutual funds. It involves risk management, tax planning, professional investment management, retirement, and estate planning. Make sure your entire financial life is in order by calling me, Jason Qualls, a commission-free certified financial planner at 878-2134 or go to my website, jasonquallscfp.com. Welcome back to the show. This is Financial Coaching Radio. As mentioned, Kevin Sizemore, CPA of Tothero Helen Welch, is back once again. THWCPA.com. Kevin, start us off with what your firm specializes in and the best way to reach you guys. We do entity selection. Uh, do a lot of tax consultation throughout the summer and, and fall months. Uh, and the best way you can reach us is by phone, uh, 615-848-1072. We're also online, thwcpa.com. Had your mic a little hot there. Let me turn that down. Jack of all trades here in the studio. IRS tax deadline is July 15th, and this is across the board, right? This That's- is every tax you could possibly pay, federal, franchise and excise, privilege tax right yeah it, it's across the board everything's due july 15th for the most part interesting article from forbes.com if you extend your tax return to october you cut down your audit risk really what do you say i got a lot of clients that say no to that but uh, you know it, it it may i don't know why it would affect anything i don't think they use that uh, the date at which you file to determine who gets uh, an IRS audit or not. With everything that's going on, do you think audits will be down? I so think now you're here to stretch the tax code. This is my opinion. <laughs> not that you would ever <laughs> not, say. Not, yeah, no one stretched the tax code. Uh, my opinion is yes. Now, whether that would happen or not, I don't know. Because, and I know we've talked about it before, but the PPP is... Uh, is going on, you know, and, and some people are coming up on that eight-week thing, and it's gone to 24 weeks. But really, the, anything, if any company that got over $2 million through that program, it's an automatic audit. Uh, so, And that's not necessarily an IRS audit, but it could turn into one because you're talking about an arm of the government. So, you know, I think they're going to be looking at a lot of that money that came in and whether people report those as taxable, the forgiveness as taxable or not. And I think that's going to spur audits in and of itself that way. Is there any shame in filing an extension? What is the purpose of an extension on your tax return? There's no shame in doing it. If you if you just haven't had time to get the information together. I've had time? Had to, yeah, at this point, I've got some people right now, some clients, and I'm just, I, you know, and I'm not going to chase clients down. That's not a fun thing. No. I, I dread it. I hate doing it every year. But, 
there's no there's no shame in in extending it if you've gotten busy with life or COVID or going on vacation or something like that. Uh, there's no shame in doing it. And and right now, I would say this, and I'm probably in the boat with most other CPAs. They probably still have quite a few out there that haven't been filed, quite a few clients that haven't been filed that wouldn't probably normally had extended, but they've just kind of let it slip through. And now, you know, we're within, what, 35 days of the, the deadline. And so my suggestion is to anyone out there listening that has not filed, get your information to your professional as quickly as possible because they're fixing to go through another little mini tax season here in the next two to three weeks. And the IRS doesn't have to approve your extension. So you're you're filing an extension. You're not going to be filing a return on July 15th. You can take it out to October 15th. The IRS just says, everybody gets it if you want it. What's the process for asking? We're not asking. We're just getting an extension. Well, if you're using a a paid preparer, they're just going to push the button to extend it. But if you owe money, you have to pay it now. There is, or you will owe penalties and interest on the amount that you have not paid. It's a pretty simple process to get this extension. Yeah, very simple. Now, when you say you have to pay, we talked about this several times. How do you know what you're supposed to pay if you haven't filed a return? Get with your <laughs> tax professional, and they will work up. Do, does anyone pay, get you, or do they just take the penalty? I've got a few people that pay. I got some people that what they'll do is they'll just go ahead. And pay like say it happened on April fifteenth. Usual extension. They'll make their estimate for the first quarter and call it an ex- pay it with the extension. So any overpayment just gets applied to the next year. According to Forbes.com, there are stories about audit risk. Some people say that say that going on extension increases increases audit risk. Some people say the opposite. There appears to be no hard evidence to prove either theory. Because I guess you're going through the rigmarole of whatever the irs does to determine if they're going to audit you no matter when you file and usually audits come year or two later right right it's not something that's immediate yeah i answered that i answered that question uh yesterday matter of fact i was talking to a client and uh they were you know had some things on the return had a, a a unusual year in 2018 and uh nothing illegal or anything that should raise a red flag but he just doesn't want to go through an audit and he asked me yesterday am i in the clear on audit and i said no i said normally you're going to see those audit papers come in normally i see them after about the two-year mark is when i normally see them and that usually comes by mail right that has a letter and they say hey we're yeah It'll what co- does the letter say? This other we're coming to see you. Uh, it'll no, it'll say an <laughs> examine. Yeah, it says an examination, and then you're going to reply to the IRS auditor, usually by phone. You're going to open up discourse with them by phone. But when that happens, usually what I tell clients to do is to get give me a call. We'll get power of attorney. And we'll give them a call. And, and uh, most of their audits now are what they call desk examinations. They don't come out to say they're trying to save money. So they, they don't come out. They do the audit for specific items on a tax return inside their office. And you'll have to set an appointment up with them. And in our case, you would go to Nashville there on Broad and 
I think it's Eighth Avenue. But with technology today, the the way we can correspond online, you know, just transfer data back and forth. There's really no need for an on-site audit unless there's just, you know, it's it's a big case. Right. Uh, I've had a few big corporate cases. Yeah, I've, I've had a few that come on site and look at things. Uh, but for the most part, and that one could have done been done. The latest one of those could have been done electronically. The form to file a tax return extension is 4868, or as Kevin said, ask your tax preparer. They can do it for you using their software electronically. You don't have to do anything. No signature required, I guess, on either form. No. Nope. For filing paper or electronically. Not an extension, no. Now, when you go in and you, you, you file this extension and then you're, you're here and you're, it's October and you're filing your return and it turns out you owe more than you paid in about your estimate or you didn't pay in any, I guess everything becomes retroactively penalties and interest from the point you should have paid it, right? That's right. That point. Right. So it, it would look at it on a quarterly basis and see how much would have been due each quarter for that, that tax year. And then the they calculate the penalty and interest based on days from that point forward. We're talking taxes with Kevin Sizemore, CPA of Tothero Hell and Welch. Changing it up just a little bit. Any updates on the PPP? forgiveness i know they changed the uh, period to use the money from eight weeks to 24 weeks 24 weeks and the payroll piece of it now 60 60 percent that's correct so most people are going to hit that 60 they're going to eat all that up in 24 yeah. weeks so that gives you more money to put towards rent and utilities at that point any uh, if you has anyone been able to apply for forgiveness at this point no, I was actually talking to a banker the other day, and they're not ready to accept the forgiveness forms. Even I bet they were until then. The Congress they were. Came in and changed yeah, they it were. And they said we're going to hold off on doing anything for a, a week or two uh, because there's nothing. There's nothing pressing at this point. Yeah, it's plenty of time. Well, to do it. Four weeks into it, maybe six weeks. Well, they've got some coming up on eight weeks. I think either today or tomorrow. So they got another sixteen weeks. Yep, or whatever. Yeah. And then I think the bank has, from the date they get the forgiveness application, they have 60 days to review it and submit it to the SBA. And then the SBA has 90 days to either approve it or deny it. So you can see there's a, uh, (laughs) this could drag out. This PPP is going to be, we're going to be talking about it in November and December, I got a feeling. Still up in the and you say and I guess it's been said that there's no tax implications when they forgive this loan. It still is a shocker to me. We'll see. <laughs> I, right now, all the other time you get a loan forgiven, it's going to be you know you're going to be taxed on that amount. That's right. But as you mentioned before, you're getting the loan tax free. You're not able to deduct the expenses you used it on. Right. So it's kind of the same. It's I kind guess of, it's a wash. Yeah, really, it's a washout. Tell the row Helen Welch THW THW. CPA.com, also on the phone, 848-1072. We're back right after this, and we'll continue to talk taxes right here on Financial Coaching Radio.
Between car payments, repairs, and the price at the pump, it can feel like your car is going to drive you out of house and home. Fortunately, Donegal Insurance Group can make keeping your car on the road more affordable. That's because for safe drivers, Donegal delivers rates that are among the lowest in the state. To find out how much you can save, call your neighborhood Donegal agent today. To save on your auto insurance, call us at Middle Tennessee Insurance Group at 615-898-0053. How much are your investments costing you each year? Most people don't have a clue. Why is this extremely important? Because overpaying by just 1% a year in fees and expenses can reduce your account balance at retirement by 28%. You heard me right. 28% less at retirement. I'm commission-free, certified financial planner, Jason Qualls. I don't sell financial products. I don't accept commissions or kickbacks from investment companies. Give me a call today for a free unbiased investment review at 878-2134. Or visit my website, CFP. Did you know that the U.S. tax code has over 70,000 pages? This is precisely why you must have a tax expert on your team. The folks at THNW CPAs have been providing their expertise to individuals and businesses in Middle Tennessee for over 50 years. And now they have an office right here in Murfreesboro. Call Kevin Sizemore today with THNW CPAs at 848-1072. That's 848-1072 or online at THWCPA.com. Give you the truth about personal finance. This is Financial Coaching Radio, and I'm your host, Jason Qual, certified financial planner. No books to sell, so I'm not pushing any live event tickets. I'll leave that to the other show. If you want to jump in, email questions, comments, disagreements. Financialcoachingradio.com is the place. If you're looking to learn more about what I do, how I do it, why my financial planning practice is unique, go to Jason Qual's CFP. Com. We talked a little bit earlier in the last segment about the payroll loan that could be forgiven. And it should be forgiven for most people who got it. But there's also other debts that is forgiven. Here's what you need to know about those. Roughly one in three Americans have delinquent debt at 16%. Medical, medical debt makes up the highest percentage. If someone's debt is so large that making payments becomes unmanageable, then they may find relief through debt settlement and it gets forgiven. And this was an issue several years ago with mortgages getting you know, getting forgiven. And I guess we're in this crazy time where there's this forbearance with mortgages and student loans. And in a typical sense, if you have debt forgiven, how does that impact your taxes? It's going to be taxed on uh, just at your ordinary rate. So it's an ordinary tax rate. So I have $20,000 of debt that's forgiven for whatever reason, whatever kind of debt that it is, the the, the person who had the debt on me is going to issue me a tax form, right? Right. They're going to issue a 1099 to you with your name and social security number or EIN if you're a business. So you got to add that to your income. That's right. And you're going to be, it's going to be straight income on your, on your tax return. I think a lot, and this kind of adds, uh, you know, insult to injury because if you're in that situation where you need to have debt forgiven, you're probably not in the best financial uh, circumstances at that moment. And then you're, you're not planning on this extra tax hit. And then you get this 1099, and if it's, you know, it could be 
10, 15, 20% on whatever amount that was forgiven and you're not prepared to owe that. And then it kind of perpetuates the problem. Yeah. And then it just kind of rolls into, I've seen it where it just rolls into where you're making payments to the IRS, basically a loan on your taxes. So my suggestion, and that goes on, it seems like it goes on and on and on. So my suggestion is try not to let it happen. Try to get those debts paid. Because you may end up paying more, even though you're just paying the taxes on the forgiveness of debt. When they start hitting it with penalty and interest over time, it could be a big number. And you hear these ads on the radio and maybe even TV, these, these, these lawyers that are advertising for tax debt relief, basically saying they can get you out of the back taxes that you owe. How legitimate are those services? Is it That just sounds really bizarre to me that, hey, the IRS is going to let me out of it. Uh, there is a thing called an offering compromise where the, it's basically a deal you set up with the IRS and it, it normally is on like a five year payout and you, for, you, you're going to be paying this off just like you would be paying a note, uh, to the IRS. And then you cannot mess up on a tax return or anything for five years. If you do, it reinstates the original amount of the taxes and penalty and interest so they give you a discounted offer if you keep your your stuff straight yeah keep your nose clean and they'll give you a little discounted offer i don't suggest doing that because they don't have to do it if they don't want to so are these services worth pursuing if your tax debt is up there fifty hundred thousand it all depends on how much you're going to have to pay those guys yeah what any idea of what their fees are i have some percentage of what they save you yeah i'm sure it is i I have no idea and i I know a lot of them are going to ask for money the first time you meet with them i do know that is it all something you could do on your own if you had enough time probably if you had enough time and patience you probably could do it by yourself so that's something to research probably run it by a cpa get their thoughts on whatever these tax uh debt uh, companies are before you jump in and pay someone for a service that may not benefit you. Kevin Sizemore, CPA, Tothero, Helen Welch, 848-1072, also online at thwcpa.com. Now is the time to get a second opinion on last year's taxes. If you haven't filed yet, Kevin, I'm sure you guys are willing. You're geared up, ready to help people if they need someone on their side for business taxes and personal. We're here. We, that's what we do. And I, I get people saying, well, I didn't mean to bother you during the summer. Hey, that's what I'm sitting here for. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have a summer tax season. Now. Yeah. No, get, this year I have a summer tax season. Well, I appreciate your help and expertise. Enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you, sir. Right, this is Financial Coaching Radio. Back at you right after this short break. Hang in there. Keep it locked in right here on WGN. When you work with an independent insurance agent, you put the power of choice to work for you. Independent agents know several companies and their coverages, which means more options. And because companies like Donegal Insurance Group use the independent agent system, you not only get quality insurance, you also save money. The independent insurance agent system. Discover the power of choice. Make Middle Tennessee Insurance Group your choice. Call today for your hassle-free quote at 615-898-0053. Get a second opinion. Get a second opinion. Get a second opinion. I'm Jason Qualls, commission-free, certified financial planner. 
I can't stress enough how important it is for you to get a second opinion on your investments in financial plan. Unfortunately, since most financial advisors care more about selling you financial products than providing objective advice, it can be hard for you to know who has your best interest in mind. Call me, Jason Qualls, a commission-free certified financial planner for a free no-obligation investment review at 878-2134 or go to my website, jasonquallscfp.com. Buying a house is stressful and so is shopping for a mortgage. Take my advice and get a second opinion on the mortgage for your new home or your refinance. Not all banks and mortgage companies are created equal. Trust me on this. Call my friend Marshall Sparkman with Franklin Synergy Bank at 615-439-0885. Great team, great process, and the best rates. Marshall Sparkman with Franklin Synergy Bank at 615-439-0885. back to the show financial coaching radio is with you every weekday right here on wgns four o'clock it's 405 406 whatever the exact time is you can catch it live you can catch the new shows as they come aboard but you can also listen to all of the past shows by going to financialcoachingradio.com what's unique about financialcoachingradio.com nothing other than it's an easy way for you to scan the list of shows and here's the date. There's the main topic. You're like, hey, that sounds interesting. I think I'll give that a listen. Because look, not there's no one that knows everything about finance. This is not. I don't, I don't care who they are or what they are. They just don't. And some people are more savvy. Some people are less savvy. And there are topics on this website you can learn more about. Financialcoachingradio.com. Click archives for the podcast version of the show. If you're looking to learn more about getting a second opinion on your investments, your financial life, your financial plan, hit me up online, jasonquallscfp.com. As I mentioned in the intro, I am one of the only independent, commission-free financial advisors in Rutherford County. What does that mean when I say those things? Sounds all fancy-smancy, doesn't it? But it's not. I don't work for a bank. I don't work for an insurance company. I don't work for an investment firm. I work for you. That means also means that I'm compensated only by you. There's no commissions, no kickbacks, no underhanded deals. We agree to what it's worth, and that's what we structured as. So go to JasonQualsCFP.com for more. I'm out for today. Appreciate you listening today and every.